Welcome to Books and Nachos, a podcast for those of us who find excitement in the pages of a good book. From fiction to nonfiction, graphic novels, and more, we're here to help you find something great to read. I have stridden the fuming way of sun-hammered tracks and smashed cinders. I have ridden rails and burned steno in the gantry silence of hobo jungles. I am a dark man. Hello, Books and Nachos listeners. I'm Arnie, your dark host for this episode, and I'm back reading Stephen King and here with a review for you. No, it is not a review of The Stand. That review is going to be out on Books and Nachos next week, and we will be reviewing that mini-series at Now Playing Podcast tomorrow. But I've spent quite a few months doing research on The Stand, and in that, I discovered that there's a bit of a prologue to that novel. Two of them, actually. The first I've already reviewed. A short story called Night Surf that was collected in Night Shift told a story about some survivors of a flu-like plague called Captain Trips. That's the disease that spreads throughout the stand. But other than the disease, our heroes in the stand have another enemy, and that is a corporeal one named Randall Flagg. This is one of King's most enduring and long-loved characters. This character has shown up in several other King's works, and I mentioned in my review of Children of the Corn, King fans are starting to see him everywhere, even starting to think he who walks behind the rose might possibly be Randall Flagg. King has talked at length about his inspiration for Randall Flagg, and I'll get into that a little bit more when we get to the stand, because I believe in that novel it's really refined. But as I was reading, it turned out that in 1969, Stephen King wrote a poem called The Dark Man. And I hope you don't mind that I'm reviewing it now. I view it as an interesting predecessor to The Stand. But it is breaking the order in which I'm normally reviewing Stephen King works, which is reviewing the widely published works in the order that they were published. Despite being written back when Stephen King was in college, and published in the Literary Journal of the University of Maine in 1969, this poem never actually saw print until 2004, when Specialty Press Cemetery Dance reprinted it in a hardcover collection of poems. Cemetery Dance, for those who don't know, is a small publisher of horror and dark suspense that has been doing a large number of special edition Stephen King works including rarities and hard-to-find versions of King's short stories and early writings. Very recently, the short story Weeds, which was the premise for one of the segments of Creepshow, was printed through a Cemetery Dance compilation. And so thanks to them, I really may never be able to finish this Books and Nachos retrospective of all King's widely published works, as they just keep finding and publishing more. Now, because they're a specialty press, some of Cemetery Dance's books can be very expensive on the secondary market. Fortunately for me, they printed this poem again in 2013, and this time it was heavily illustrated by Glenn Chadbourne, a horror artist from Maine. There were several editions of this book published ranging in price, and believe it or not, constant listener, I'm not the most insane Stephen King reader out there. There were four versions of this short poem printed and they ranged in price from $25 for the trade hardcover, the one I purchased, all the way up to a signed letter edition 
with Stephen King and Glenn Chadbourne's autograph, limited to 52 copies, which sold retail price for $1,750 and sold out very quickly. So what is this poem that people paid nearly $2,000 for? What insights does it have into Randall Flagg? What correlation does it have with the stand? The answer is not all that much. There's some imagery here that is definitely repeated when King wrote the stand. And there's no doubt that this image of a dark man who stalks in the night and has sex with a virgin in a field is one that stayed with King for the decade between when he wrote this poem and when he wrote The Stand. But I was honestly surprised they were able to take this poem and make it a book. It's a free verse poem containing five stanzas. It totals 42 lines, some of which are as short as two words. I sat down with this book, which was no means large, especially given that I've read The Stand three times over, but it seemed long enough to be in-depth, and yet I was shocked when there were just two or three words per page and then huge illustrations by Chadbourne. This entire book seems more an ode to Chadbourne's art than anything to do with King's writing. At the very back of the book, the poem is printed without the illustrations, and it stretches two and a half pages. And it tells of this dark man, written in first person, who has traveled the country and looks with disdain on the world America is. He talks about the smuggery of desperate houses with counterfeit chimneys and inside clink of cocktail ice, obviously showing some disdain for the wealthy or the middle class who put on fronts to make themselves look more wealthy than they are. Meanwhile, he says, I have slept in glaring swamps where musk reek rose to mix with the sex smell of rotting cypress stumps. Now, I don't know what kind of sex Stephen King is having or what kind of cypress stumps he's around. To me, those have been very distinct odors, but it shows this dark man is of a base nature. It's a man who looks upon Americana as artifice and he only sees the truth. But it ends when he rapes and murders a virgin in a field of wheat in the last stanza. I mean, he's been telling us all along, I am a dark man, and he's going to show it. He's going to savagely puncture the facade of American lifestyle. You can have all of your houses and your cocktails, but in the end, he can kill you. All in all, it's mildly well-written. Now, I'm not exactly the target audience for poetry such as this. It's been at least 15 years since I've gone to a poetry reading, but I can see this as moderately interesting, and if read by the author himself, it might actually be enrapturing. But it's not overly unique. Poets who write about the artificial nature of life is kind of cliched. That King wrote it in college is very telling. Yet, I read this in my own shadow. Having read The Stand so many times, looking at this poem, I can get faint glimpses of Randall Flagg and picture this almost as a prequel. In the stand, he's also known as the walking dude or the man with no face. And thinking of him in that regard, seeing that this could be what Randall Flagg was doing before the events of the stand, wandering the country, riding the rails, murdering virgins in wheat fields, basically being an agent of chaos outside of society. And so when society crumbles as it does in the stand, he's there ready to take over. But all that said, that would make this a very interesting addition, an appendix 
in an uncut version of The Stand. Does it deserve to be its own book? Not really at all. The illustrations by Glenn Chadbourne and the version I have are really well done. A lot of very detailed line art, but it's obvious Chadbourne's viewing of this poem, like mine, is influenced by The Stand. The dark man is always shown without a face, as he's more described in The Stand than he is in this poem. He's shown standing in a cornfield, as he would when he torments Mother Abigail. His outfit is never described in the poem. In the artistry, he's wearing a jacket and some blue jeans, which, again, fits very well the walk-in dude from The Stand. But truthfully, I think more than Chadbourne's art, this book serves as a sign that anything Stephen King writes will be published. After I read the poem, I started reading online, and Stephen King admitted he literally wrote this on the back of a placemat. He was in a restaurant, inspired to write a poem, did so, had it published in his college literary magazine, and now people are paying $2,000 for it in a special limited edition. Surely a thousand of that is because this is Stephen King. And the other 750 is because this is Randall Flagg from The Stand, the book that many fans consider King's best. Yet, I view this as a lark. To take this and to actually present it as literature deserving of a minimum $25 buy-in feels like gross commercialization along the lines of when Kiss released an album of rarities of their early songs they recorded when they were known as Wicked Lester and only had two of the original four members. It's just that remote of an early work. But yet, in the press release when this edition was announced, King gave a quote, and he said, This idea, quote, came to me out of nowhere. The guy in cowboy boots who moved around on the roads, mostly hitchhiking at night, always wore jeans and a denim jacket. I wrote the poem in a college restaurant on the back of a placemat, but that guy never left my mind, end quote. And surely enough, he didn't. This, plus the Captain Trips from Night Surf, would combine to form a massive novel, The Stand. And that's what I'll be reviewing here next week on Books and Nachos. So given all that, why am I reviewing it? Well, there's two reasons, actually. The first is, I've gone on this path with Books and Nachos and now playing to be a completist. And given that this was published, even with the specialty press, it seems deserving of review, even if the review states it was never deserving of publication to begin with. It's just not enough. If King wanted to do a book of collected poetry, great. To publish this poem alone, not so much. But the other reason, if I'm going to be completely honest, and I feel I should since you are the constant listener, is I'm stalling. I need another week. My The Stand review is a bit unwieldy still. I am putting the final polish on it. So it seemed like a great idea to release this review of the poem now, and then I'll get back to you next week with a review of The Stand that you and that book deserve. So I hope you'll join me back here at booksandnachos.com next week for the review of The Stand, and at nowplayingpodcast.com tomorrow, where Jacob Stewart and I go through The Stand, the entire epic miniseries, in one epic podcast. So thank you for joining me for this short podcast. The next one won't be. And in the meantime, please remember to support your local bookstore. Thank you for listening to this episode of Books and Nachos. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help spread the word about our show by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. 
You can also find dozens more book reviews at our website, booksandnachos.com. The music for Books and Nachos is The Right Prescription by Chai Weapon, which can be downloaded at podsafeaudio.com. Books and Nachos is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2014, all rights reserved, and no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated.